Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. A Dear Media original podcast. Hi. Welcome to Good Instincts. I'm Shira Barlow, but you may know me as the food therapist. Join me every Monday through Friday for bite-sized episodes designed to help you close the gap between where you are right now and where you want to go. This should feel good, like really good. And it will, I promise. My favorite thing about doing this show is that I get to be helpful and I get to be in service to you and it makes me really happy to do it. Today's episode is kind of like office hours. I'm answering the food therapy questions that you all submitted via Instagram and I want to maintain your privacy. So I'm just going to say the first name and the city. And I, of course, made sure that everyone who I used their question was cool with that. So let's get into it. The first question is from Erica from Austin, and she said, I've been in an emotional eating cycle for a while. How do I get out of it? So first things first, we have to forgive ourselves for getting into that cycle in the first place. People really do worry that if we're too kind to ourselves in those moments, that it keeps us stuck in the cycle forever, but it's actually our only way out. Instead, Try and get really curious about your behavior and try and understand what your personal roadblocks are, the things that make it hard for you to make thoughtful food choices and act in your own best interest. Some of those roadblocks end up being things that we can support with planning ahead, and then sometimes it's more of an internal shift. So for example, some people have a hard time at family-style meals or when their routine gets kind of switched up with house guests. And in those cases, we can sometimes think about how we can play a situation ahead of time. So for instance, personal boundaries or making sure there's stuff on the table that we're going to be really happy to eat. But other times it's more about focusing on ways that we can self-soothe without food in the ways that we discussed all week using practices that just feel really good and have absolutely nothing to do with eating. Thank you so much for your question because I think a lot of people can really relate to that one. The second question is from Kristen from Orlando, and she said, how do I work on portion control? This one's really common because many of us, myself included, grew up alongside so many of those really fucked up diet trends that we actively told our brains not to listen to our bodies telling us what we need. And it is totally possible to get it all back, but 
All I'm saying is that this is the most common thing I hear in my practice. So for this, the big thing is doing things that help you pay attention to what you're eating while you're eating it. And I don't want to sound like a broken record, but it does bear repeating. Putting food on an actual plate, there's a ton of research that shows that we encode meal memories that way. Otherwise, when we're eating super distracted, we can end up having eating amnesia where the meal doesn't actually register. The same is true when we're eating, scrolling our phones or watching TV. Our own fullness cues register less. And of course, there are times when we just have to grind at our desks. I've been there a little bit recently, but the best thing we can do in those moments is just take a minute to slow down and be present and kind of check in with yourself throughout the eating experience. I think it can also be helpful to recall, without shame, of course, times that you may have felt overstuffed and what that feels like, and imagining what a middle ground feels like to have a content full belly, but not that overstuffed feeling. I think connecting that can help you get closer to that each time. And thank you for that question because it is so, so common. The third question is from Sophia from New York. She said, why do I keep eating things I know I shouldn't? Chips are the love of my life. There could be so many reasons. You're tired, you're stressed, you're fried, distracted, in a fuck it mood, indulging via loophole like this doesn't count or I deserve this because X, Y, and Z. The options are endless, but the goal here isn't to never have the foods that we love. It's to be able to take that pause and make a thoughtful choice based on what's really worth it to you. I think it's helpful when nothing we love is off limits because then there are ways that we can weave some of those things in, especially chips. Of course, the quantity matters and it's not a free-for-all, but I do think that when we can do that, that's how lifestyle practices really stick for the long haul. The fourth question is from Mackenzie from San Diego, and she said, I'm just not that motivated right now. Normally I am, not really sure what's up. Here's the thing. I think it's really healthy to be really honest about where you are in your motivation level. And I think that this all ebbs and flows. And there are some times and some seasons where you just don't feel as motivated. And I've definitely felt there at times after Oliver was born where it just wasn't a top priority for me in the way that it always has been. And I think the reason why it's really important is because if we lie to ourselves and we say that we're really motivated and then we don't fall through on the behaviors day to day, we wind up feeling like crap because we feel like we just can't do it or we don't have it within us. But when in reality, we just weren't that motivated. So if we're honest about the fact that we're just like not going for it right now, then we can be honest about when we actually shift out of that and we decide, hey, I am going to go after this and I am going to start making these daily shifts. So I'm really for self reflection and being really honest with yourself. And I see you and I appreciate you. And I thank you for this question. So these are themes that come up in my practice and online for me all the time. And I think there's something to them, slowing down and paying attention to what we're eating while we're eating, being really kind to ourselves and understanding where we're coming from, what our roadblocks are so we can work through them and honoring where we are in our seasons because it changes throughout the year. Keep these good questions coming. I love hearing from you and I'll be doing this throughout the show and I read everything you send. 
Tomorrow, I'm going to be sharing clips I find really inspiring that surround this ongoing theme of our relationship with food. See you then. Thank you so much for listening to Good Instincts, hosted and written by me, Shira Barlow. You can find me on Instagram at Shira underscore RD. Good Instincts is a Dear Media Daily produced by Katherine Hugh. If you like this episode, please make sure to follow or subscribe wherever you're listening. And don't forget to rate us.